Welcome back to the Body of Christ series. My name is Rose Romandi and let's continue our study on the Body of Christ. It's really exciting and it's a message that every time I start like educating or studying the scriptures to focus on this subject, so many things are opening up because you find your identity in this body. So now we want to go to, uh, we want to continue our study on the unity. And today in this video, we are going to understand that diversity that is happening in the body of Christ. And how are we supposed to have this unity in the midst of the diversity that is happening? And what are the diversities? Actually, the apostle Paul wrote a letter to the Corinthians, his first letter to the Corinthians. And he said, you know, you are um, there, there is this division that is happening among you. So um, before we go to 1 Corinthians chapter 12, which is the point, the main uh, chapter of our study this week, let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and see what Paul is talking about. Look at verse 10 in 1 Corinthians chapter 1. It says, Now I plead with you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. So hopefully you watched the previous video because the unity that we are going to have, it's because of the name that is given to us. So Paul says, I plead with you by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ that you all speak the same thing and that there are there will be no divisions among you so paul is pointing at this unity that is supposed to be in the body of christ but he says okay that you speak the same thing we already saw that in the previous videos that we are not we are not going to speak the same thing as we want because if if one member is agreeing with another member, this is exactly what happened in Genesis chapter 11 when Babylon was going to be formed. But we already dived deep in the scriptures in the previous video that this speaking, saying the speaking, saying the same thing. It's not that the two members are saying the same thing, but each, each member comes to an agreement with the mind, the head, of this Christ and saying the same thing that the head is speaking. So in the video that we had, I think we titled it identifying with the head. It's what it's like every member is supposed to come into having the same mind as the head and therefore saying the same thing as the head says. So that's why here Paul continues and he says that um, so that there will be no division among you, but that you be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment. Do you see in the same mind? So again, if we are talking about a body of Christ that has many members. So therefore, the mind that here that Paul is talking is not that you and I are going to be agreed together in our minds. It's the mind of Christ. So now let's me. this is the perfect place to take you to 1 Corinthians chapter 12. So from verse 12, in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, all the way to verse 27, there are 15 verses. And if you highlight the word body 17 times, I believe, the word body is repeated, if I haven't missed any, around 17 times, 
the word body is repeated in 15 verses. So the Apostle Paul is trying to give a wisdom and understanding of the body of Christ to, these, to this church. Look at verse 23, and then we will go back to verse 12, and we read these scriptures because we want to understand what does it mean that we are the body of Christ, and how are we supposed to have unity as the body of Christ. Look at verse 20, um, look at verse 25. And there should be no schism, which is the same word, hopefully I'm pronouncing this correctly, correctly, which is the same word as division that we saw it in chapter one. So there will be no division in the body, but that the members should have the same care for another. So the whole purpose of explaining the body of Christ is eventually to bring every member into that harmony or that, um, you know, um, unity that every member is supposed to be, but not that the members together, but members to the head. Look at verse 12. It says, for as the body is one and has many members, but all members of that body being many are one body, so also is Christ. That's amazing. For years and years, maybe we thought Christ is only one person, and that is Jesus who was born from Mary and came to the earth and he went on the cross and he was resurrected. Yes, that person is the Christ. But Christ is not only that one person that John and you know Matthew and Luke and Mark wrote about. Christ is one person which has many members, okay? Now, if you move down to verse 27, it says, Now, you are the body of Christ and members individually. So did you just see? So we are talking about a spiritual understanding of the mysteries of Christ, okay? So that's why we have to open up our ears to hear what the Spirit says. So the Christ is actually a one person which has many members. So maybe this is the perfect place for me to share my screen here with you. And if you have been following our teachings or even listening to this series, you already heard those a million times from us. But we I think we need to keep repeating and repeating and until we all understand what's going on here in the story of the Christ. So therefore, let's take a look here. We have one person called the Christ. Okay, so this one person who is the Christ has different members. So what did we read here? Many members. So I'm going to say Christ is one person, but many members. Okay, perfect. So, so what do we see here? We see that Paul says in verse 27 that you are the body of Christ and you are the member of, uh, and, and then you are the members individually. So I want to pay attention to what this verse is saying. So two things is happening here. One, you are the body, you know, maybe this is not the good place. Okay, let's say this is the body 
and it says you are that body. And then also it says that every member of this body is you too. So let's say, for example, hand. This is very important. Paul is talking about two different things here. It says you as an individual can be the body of Christ. And then you as every member are part of the, this body of Christ. So by the time we get to the spiritual gifts in the, in the next videos, we are going to understand why is it so important to understand that you are the body of Christ, but in corporate gathering, you are part or a member of this body as well. So I'm going to get there. But now what I want you to see here is like, okay, so there is only one body Therefore, there is only one body. So I'm going to write down here one body. Okay. So, but let's go to verse 11. It says, but, um, so I know it's in the middle of the verse, but let's read it because I want to show you that the same spirit, but one and the same spirit works all these things distributing to each one individually as he wills. So the next verse says, "For as the body is one, so the body of Christ is one. But now look at the verse 13. It says, by one spirit, we were all baptized into one body. So do you see? So we have one body and then there is something called one spirit. So I'm going to write this down here. One spirit okay so this is the one spirit that keeps every member together as one body in Christ Jesus look at verse 14 for in fact the body is not one member but many member did you just see but we have the one body every member together they are considered one body why is it so important because that's exactly when the unity comes to the picture because paul is trying to explain in these verses that guys you are a member of this one body and if every member in the body they are assigned to do something that doesn't mean because they are not hands they are not part of the body Paul is maturing the church to understand that, okay, this is God who's pla who places everyone in different parts of the body for different administration, with different manifestations of the spirit, for different works of the spirit. So you as one part of the body should never rise up and say to another member that has completely different task to do in the body and tell that person that we don't need you. So that's why here in verse 14 says, verse 15, it says, if the foot should say, because I am not a hand, I am not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? And if the ear should say, because I am not an eye, I am not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? Did you just see? It says, you know, even some of you get up and say, you know, Oh, I'm so uh, jealous or good for good for Rose. I wish also I had that 
you know, I've heard that, like, actually, I've, I've heard people telling me, I wish I had the same relationship that you have with Jesus. Okay, so what does it say? It says, okay, you're looking at the member of the body, you see their potential, you see their, uh, you know, their level of life, you see the task that God has given them, you see the a spiritual understanding or something, and then you say, oh, okay, you know, they are more important than me. And you forget that you are actually part of the same body and you're not supposed to look at another member and find an identity for yourself. You're supposed to look into the head, hear the spirit to see as the member of this body, what has he called you to do in the body? That's one part. Another part, some of us, we think we are better than the others and pointing to the other members and pointing at them and telling them, oh, you're not supposed to do this and da, 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 da. And we forget that this is not our job to lead the members. This is the job of the spirit and we must um, find that the spirit, we must trust into the spirit. So I'm going to talk about these two in more depth because we need to find ourselves as the members of the body to trust the head, to trust the spirit. Okay, so did you just see what happened? There is two different ways this body of Christ understanding can go into. One way is that, okay, I'm not the hand, so I'm not thinking. Another way, it says, oh, I'm the hand, you are nothing. Did you just see? These two are way off track. If you are here or you are here, that right there shows that you don't listen to the spirit, that you are not finding your trust in him, that if you are here and pointing to another member of the body, accusing them, judging them, looking at something that they have said or done in the flesh and you say, you know, you're this and that, that means you're not listening to the head and you are not trusting that the head has power, has, the head is powerful enough to guide and direct this person. That's why we have so many accusations in the church. That's why we have people that point finger at others um, and uh, condemning others because it's um, uh, they say something and they you know they don't this 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 member doesn't agree with what this member says, and this is all division is happening in the church. So as the okay maybe I was going to record another video maybe but this is the good place to do it. And then I record in the next video. So here's the thing. Let's focus on this category of people. If you are the member of this body, your job and your focus is listen to the head, not to correct other members or not to teach. No, let me put it this way. Um, there is a there is a place that the head will put some people specifically for a specific task. There are teachers in the body of Christ. There are apostles, there are prophets, there are, you know, the, the ministers that God put them in there 
to teach the body, to bring the church to somewhere. If God puts you in that place, you must fulfill that. But again, it's because you are listening to the head. So now, what is my point? Let me just share you a story. Maybe that's going to help to understand what I mean by here. So I went to this, I went to this home church a few years ago. And, you know, we weren't going there often. And all of a sudden, we felt we should go. So Masood and I, we went to this home church. And so we were sitting. There was a time of prayer and worship. It was good. And then after that, all of a sudden, this woman ran to me. And she said, you know, I wasn't supposed to come to the church today. I didn't want to come. And the Lord showed me. The Lord said, you know, get up, go to the church. So... I come, I got to the uh, car, I started driving, I said, Lord, I don't know what's going on. So, and then I saw this um, invitation um, on my church and the Lord says, I want you to give this invitation to somebody. So this person has to go to this, uh, you know, conference. So I got here and as soon as I got here, I saw you and the Lord said, that's the person. So I'm supposed to give this to you and tell you that God wants you to go to this conference. Okay. So now you're going to understand, I have a relationship with the same God that you're talking about. Okay. So, and you know, I, he's my father. We live together. And now she, when she said that to me and I grabbed it and I said, okay, thank you very much. Um, I'm just going to pray and I'm going to ask the father um, to, to see if I'm going to go. So I looked at, I looked at this conference and the conference was about the end times and the coming of Jesus in the traditional understanding that we know. And it was a time that Masood and I, we were getting, we had just started to understand the true understanding of the coming of Jesus. So now, Here's the thing. So it doesn't matter what kind of the conference was it. I looked at it. I said, okay, I will pray about it. And I will ask the father if he wants me to go. And then she told me, no, you don't understand. I wasn't supposed to come here. God sent me here. So you have to go to this conference. And I said, well, I understand that you already delivered your message. And I'm really touched that God sent you all the way, even though you didn't want to come. You came here for me. Thank you. I'll talk to the father, I'll pray about it and see if I'm supposed to go. So she raised her voice again and she said, God is not asking you to do anything. God is telling you to go to this conference. So the moment she said that, I was like, I, I was like, wait a minute, what is happening here? So she just delivered the message that she believed it was God. And I told her, I'm going to go ask God. So she should have told me that, okay, yeah, it was God. Just go pray about it and God will tell you if, you know, so she should have walked away. But she's now insisting and telling me that, okay, no, God tells you to do and God doesn't ask you. So I told her, honey, I, I'm not sure what kind of relationship you have with God. God is my father and he will never force me into do something that I don't want to do it. And he never tell me to do it. He asked me, he give me the wisdom and love. He shows me and guides me. So if uh, apparently you don't have that kind of to trust and relationship with, with, with him. So she got so offended that she walked away and, and she left. And here is my point. If you hear to the spirit, if you have a message, you believe it is God. You came to me. 
I don't believe it is God yet. You believed that this message is from God. You believe you gave me that word of knowledge. We're going to go see the spiritual gifts here. You gave me a word of knowledge. You gave me a wisdom or something, a message or prophecy or something to me that you believed it is God. And as soon as you deliver that message, your job is done. Your job is not to make another person to believe what you just believed. Okay, your job is not to force that message into someone else to believe it. So if that happens, that means you don't trust the head. You don't trust the spirit. You don't trust that the spirit is working in me. I'm not telling you to trust me. I'm telling you, I'm saying basically to trust the head. So did you just see this group of people that, you know, they think they got it all. They think they have the message. They could be right. But the moment you step into an action and God sends you to teach something, to deliver a message to someone else, you have done your job. You deliver the message and you believe the God who just gave you the message and sent you to this person will take it from there and will complete the work. I guess what has happened, what has happened, has been happening in the body of Christ, um, in the church, let's put it this way, that we are trying to fulfill, to do the work of the spirit. We're trying to make people believe what we believe, to make them see what we saw. And we forgot that the reason we believed because the spirit worked in us and because the because we saw the spirit open our eyes. If I had the revelation, the spirit, that's why Paul here, starting from chapter one, chapter 12, verse one, he's emphasizing a lot on the spirit, okay? That you're supposed to listen to the spirit. That's your job. And some of us, we think we hurt the spirit. We get up and we create some kind of chaos. But here's the thing. The walking in the spirit, hearing the spirit, it's the maturing path for every single one of us. And I thank God for those who are more mature than us, that when we do something childish in their grace, in their maturity, they, um, they handle the situation gracefully. And I thank God for some of you that are more mature than some others that will guide them, that will help the other also to grow and edify in the body of Christ. So now let me just give you one another example before we dive deep to understand that we are talking about the spirit, the unity in, in the midst of the diversity in the body of Christ comes when you hear the spirit and you continue to trust the work of the spirit in people. So I was in a church a few years ago and then this woman came to me to pray for her. So I started praying for her. And the moment I started praying, she started, you know, uh, like manifesting something false that is not her identity. Long story short, I felt I have to stay there. So I was in the spirit. I was just praying, praying. I was in different world. It was just felt like this a spiritual battle breaking down stuff, helping this woman 
to receive love and you know in in it was just this powerful time and then i i by the in the corner of my eyes i saw this woman and started walking and came and she laid her hand on this person i was praying for so I, I, you know, in the spirit, I welcomed her to, to, to finish the work together, basically. So, and then she started talking. So now I'm in the middle of prayer and let's put a deliverance. And now she started talking to me about stuff. So now, um, about why she could be this and she could be that and all this stuff. And in that moment, I just put my hand on her shoulder and I, I just pointed at her to be quiet because I was in the middle of finishing what I felt the spirit wants me to finish. And, and then when I felt I'm finished, I turned back to her and I said to, uh, to pray. So basically uh, what happened was like in the middle of my prayer, she started praying and talking about to her uh, how she can let go basically. So she didn't do a bad thing to do, but here's the thing. I was in the spirit and I, w I knew that I'm supposed to finish something and I was finishing something. So I kept her, um, I put my hand there to be quiet so I can finish it. And after I finish it, I told her, please pray right now. And when she prayed it, she got delivered. And it was just so powerful. She was jumping up and down, worshiping the Lord because this thing left her. So what I'm trying to say, we are going to see that how the spirit is working um, in, in this body in the midst of the diversity. If we all listen to, the, to what the spirit says. Look at verse 1 in chapter 12 in 1 Corinthians. It says, now concerning the spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. You know that you were Gentiles carried away to these dumb idols. Isn't it amazing? Paul is talking to the Gentiles who were worshiping dumb idols. They had a kind, they had a God that this God never spoke to them, never led them to anything, never directed them. So Paul is says, guys, there was once upon a time that your God was dumb. It was a dumb idol that you were worshiping. But now you have been carrying, a, you carried away from a dumb idol and you came to what? To a God that speaks. And it amazes me that how many times the things that happens in the church, the questions that pe people have comes because we are not hearing the spirit. You know, Paul is talking here, just he's just starting his conversation. He's just about to open up the spiritual gifts and different members of the body. And now he's saying, okay, you have been carried away. You, you basically, you, you are far gone from a God that you used to worship, the dumb idols. However you were led. Look at verse 3. Therefore, I make known to you that no one is speaking by the Spirit of God. Do you see? So it says, okay. The moment you start speaking by the Spirit of God, that means you just heard the Spirit of God. 
And because you heard the spirit, that's why you are speaking. Later on, Paul talks about word of knowledge, word of wisdom. Paul talks about prophecy. Paul talks about healing, talks about faith. He talks about tongues, interpretation of the tongues. And all these manifestation of the spirit comes because somebody heard the spirit. So now, let me show you here. Um, so, um, so let's, let's go to verse four. It says, therefore, diversities of the gifts, but the same spirit. Do you see? So the focus and emphasis is not the gifts. It's the same spirit. Okay. There are different uh, differences of ministries, but the same Lord and there are diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works all in all. Okay. So, so do you see, it says, okay, there is one God and one spirit that is working in all members. Okay. So I want to bring you, I'm going to dive deeper in the next video when we talk about the uh, spiritual gifts here, but I want you to see this. Go to, um, Lala, go to, let's see, 20, let's go to, oh yeah, let's go to verse 18. But now God has sent the members, each one of them in the same body, just as he pleased. Now, but our, look at verse 25, that there should be no division in the bodies. It says, listen guys, before we used to have a kind of a God that was dumb. This God wasn't speaking. We weren't hearing anything and we were wandering around in different directions. But now we have one spirit that works in one body and the whole purpose is that we can have one head, one mind, so that this body and every member of this body will come into this unity. And if there is division among you, it is because somebody is not listening to the spirit. Let me put it this way. If there is divisions among you, because there is at least one person influencing the whole others or the whole situation, there's at least one person who's not listening to the spirit. Because if everyone was listening to the same spirit, then we all be been hearing the same thing and we all been, could be in this unity together. So now here's the thing, maybe you ask, and that's a question I had, I, I had, I was like, okay, Lord, you know, like every church gathering that you go, every church gathering that I have gone or I have been to, whether I sat there to learn from somebody, or maybe I was there as a teacher to teach, you don't find 100% of people listening to the spirit. You always have somebody who doesn't listen to the spirit. So now maybe your question is, okay, what am I supposed to do now in this situation? Your job your focus is to listen to what the Lord is saying to you. And that's it. 
because he knows what's going on in every situation. He knows what's happening. He knows the secret of man's heart. He knows who's doing things because of envy. He knows who's doing this because he's like genuine toward God. He knows man. You don't. So never put yourself in a position to be a victim of somebody who doesn't hear the spirit and never put yourself in a position of being the condemner of your brothers. Let me share with you another story that could probably gonna help. So um, I was, um, we, were in, we were in this group and uh, a few long time ago and we started talking about the grace and all the amazing things. And hopefully you haven't, you have watched the, you have listened to the Unending Grace series that we had, that we are free from the law. So, so this group didn't like what we were saying and they called us and all the, uh, you know, like leaders of the group, we, we all got together. So we were part of this group basically. And they told us that, you know, we don't agree and all these things. So now somebody was in that uh, group and and he said you know he was a I think he was new Christian he said guys you know why don't we read the Bible and see what the Bible says and maybe if we just read the Bible together then we don't have this disagreement and I like the idea Masood like the idea and we're like yeah let's do it but the others didn't like it so end the end of the story like you if you listen to me you know that sometimes you know I get excited when I talk about the Bible my voice raises and you know uh, it just sometimes it it may sound like, you know, I'm really serious or maybe I'm angry. I don't know. But anyways, after I talked, you know, I, you know, I, before I go to this meeting, I told the Lord, Lord, I'm just going to keep my conscience clean before you. I'm going to listen to you and I'm going to lead you. And I believe that you will hold me in the spirit, no matter what's happening here. So we finished and we were about to leave. And end of this meeting was that they asked us not to come to the, to their group anymore because they don't agree with what we said. And we said, okay, bless you. And we got up to leave and it was, it was great. It wasn't like any, any bad thing happened or anything, but here my point. So before, you know, as we got up to leave the someone came to me and, and, and she told me, you know, Rose, you know, this is great. We had a great conversation and awesome. And can, can I, as a sister in Christ, give you an advice? And immediately I said, of course, you know, I'm, I'm open to any leading of the spirit and any teaching. And she told me, you know, it's not really good that, you know, you get offended, you raise your voice and you're not supposed to get off. We are not supposed to get offended when we are in this situation. So you raise your voice and all the things. So as she was talking to me, I want to, I want you to hear what the spirit says. I'm not pointing at anyone or any person. I'm learned the message in the spirit that I want you to also learn that. As she was telling, and she was very nice and very convincing. And I told, I started thinking to myself, oh my goodness, you know, maybe, maybe I should watch for my tone. Maybe did I, did I, yeah, maybe she's right. So these things is going to my mind very convincing and all of a sudden and remember before I walked to the meeting I said Lord hold me so that I can hear you in the spirit I trust you in the midst of every disagreement and everything that is happening you keep me in the spirit whatever is going to happen I want to make sure that I hear you you remember I made that prayer before I step into the meeting now I'm leaving the meeting 
and and now I'm thinking about what she's saying and I'm I started to agreeing in my inside of me in my mind and all of a sudden I heard a voice like a trumpet it was so loud I think I even jumped I don't know how people saw me jump and the Lord told me do not let someone who's seeing you in the flesh and judging you in the flesh give an identity of who you are I mean when when I heard that I shook myself down and I told her I don't remember I, exactly what I told her and I said that you know um, God knows my heart and he knows that I wasn't I wasn't offended maybe the reason you think I was offended it's because you were offended and that's why you are projecting that what you are seeing in me so something like that I told her and I walked away because it was so close so that I start judging and seeing myself according to what somebody else saw in the flesh in me that's why I am way past that people see you in the flesh and according to what you do what you were what you say and they pronounce a judgment or pronounce an identity over you and the moment you heed it you just forgot that you're supposed to listen to the spirit you're supposed to find that identity in the spirit so that's what I'm trying to say here is okay every every place you step it will be people that they don't listen to the spirit but don't be the victim of what they see in the flesh always listen to the spirit always find your identity in him and realize that you are what he says you are you are not what you look like to the eyes of the other people and if every single one of us and I remember I know my time's up but I want to just finish this and I remember I came home and I started talking to the Lord and I said Lord you know I don't want to close myself into people that maybe they see something in the spirit and they you know they want to they they want to they want to speak to me through the spirit and truth so how am I supposed to differentiate and to discern that so the Lord spoke to me and said you know the discernment comes by maturity in the spirit so the more you listen to the spirit the more you understand when someone is speaking in the flesh you know it and you because you already found your identity in it and also something that I learned over time is when somebody is in the spirit and somebody is listening to the spirit and somebody is speaking through the spirit doesn't come to another person and condemn the person that's what I learned somebody is in the spirit doesn't get offended offense is not the fruit of the spirit offense is not the work of the spirit if you're offended at something immediately you have to realize it is the work of the flesh a spirit will never get offended and it amazes me how many times people think that Jesus was offended no maybe you are offended when you're reading those scriptures because you don't understand the love and the message in the heart of those scriptures okay guys so the whole thing here was how are we supposed to have unity in the midst of the diversity listen 
to the spirit. Trust the spirit and he will lead you to the next step. He will protect you from the carnality of man and he will rise you up in the spirit and trust that those who have you know, their, their, their ears are not open in the spirit. The Lord will visit them. The Lord will open up their ears to hear what the spirit is talking about. Thank you so much for being with me. In the next video, I'm going to talk to you about the spiritual gifts.